Good uh, afternoon, good morning. This is uh, No Laugh Track, Acme Comedy's official podcast. My name's Justin Severson. I have two guests, one first appearance and our first two-timer. Repeat offender. Repeat offender. <laughs> Back by popular demand. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I got tired of opening all those envelopes. I, I don't know why. No one emailed I'm glad this. I sent all those envelopes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's the thing. It wasn't emails where I could just delete. It was all these letters that showed up with different addresses. Brian, thanks for uh, for doing that. And uh, hey, I got your back. Brian Miller. Good to be here. Yeah. Matthew Gate. Hello. 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 So Matt's headlining this week Absolutely. at Acme. Well, Tuesday through Thursday, I'm headlining, and then yes. Friday, Saturday is the brilliant, incomparable Jimmy Pardo. Who's this now? Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy Pardo. Pardo. He's a, he's a young, up-and-coming... Pardo. 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 Pardon? Pardo, yeah. yeah. I'll have yeah. to come check him out. No, actually, you know, his podcast is probably the reason why I love podcasts. Oh, yeah. He's so, the gold standard. Yeah. So, yeah. Jimmy, if you're listening, thanks, man. <laughs> you're part of the... You're a little reason of why I'm here, I think. It's my love for podcasts, and then uh, Acme found out about that, and mm-hmm. now I'm here. But... Uh, and I actually... Have you guys ever listened to Never Not Funny? Oh, I've been there since episode one. Yeah. 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 Fantastic. Yeah. First time I ever worked with Jimmy was in Grand Rapids at uh, Dr. Grins. Speaking of... Wonderfully named comedy club. <laughs> Doc, Dr. Grins. Dr. Grins. Call me Dr. Grins. <laughs> uh, and, NBA uh, Chuckles. I think we're actually, I'm from Richmond. NBA Chuckles. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, I was working with Jimmy, and he had just started the podcast, and it was the first time I met him. And then, uh, and so, so I can actually clock how long I've known and been working with Jimmy back to when he started his podcast. Oh, really? Yeah, otherwise, I have no points of reference for time in my life whatsoever it's all one big blur so you guys uh were on stage last night here absolutely was how a, was it oh, it was a blast was i a had to cut you off tuesday crowd yeah yeah, yeah for tuesday it was well you know i'm a draw <laughs> and and five contestants that helped a lot too. Oh yeah, they get the contest still going on. End of the month birthday promotion. Everybody getting that in under the again as we found out. You know, it's my birthday. There was a lot of muppet headed drunk women after the show because you know, when women get drunk, their lower jaw becomes fixed and the back of their head moves like fucking my god. I've never heard that before. Oh, That's God. a good description. It's brutal. <laughs> Was there anything during the show, or did they keep it? Under? No, they were good. They were good. They were. They were. They were. They were. Overall, I think they were really good. A little chatty in the back, I think, but I, I didn't. I think the biggest thing holding back women's equality is their <laughs> continual and fucking enthusiasm for their own birthdays. I find it <laughs> impossible to take any adult seriously who's excited about their fucking birthday. Not to mention their impending marriage. I'm fine with it. You know what? I'll, I'll, I'll give you impending marriage. Oh, that's something. You know, I'm more impressed with your third marriage than your 40th birthday. I'll oh, tell it's you not that. Their, the thing of it is, it's not their marriage. It's their friend's marriage, and their bachelor party, a bachelorette party. That's where the enthusiasm. That's where that holds up. I'm one of the weird people who likes bachelorette parties. Really? I, I, and even though they're how I many have you been to? Come on now. I like where they're in the crowd because I, I really enjoy sussing out the dynamic of uh, the bachelorette party. Uh, like That's my favorite people to talk to because first off, they're going to make you talk to them because they're going right, to you. get a picture. But so I'm you, always like, yeah. a part of it is that I have low expectations. I'm like, okay, they're going to they're gonna be chatty. But I always like figuring out. You can always figure out the one who got dragged along, the one mm-hmm. who planned it and is mm-hmm. like worried that everyone else is not right. enjoying it. There's always that moment. Because she's not enjoying the it. The old oh, friend yeah. from church camp who's completely mortified while yep. everybody else is uh, down in the dick straws and yep, whatnot. Yep. And that, that moment when the maid of honor uh, or matron of honor like gets she turns 
you know, because things just haven't gone the way it was supposed to go. Mm-hmm. Oh, right? yeah. You know, this is Jenny's special night, and there's just not enough attention has been paid to Jenny, mm-hmm. right? You know, suck for a buck, motherfucker, you know? <laughs> That, bachelor we're here parties, for Jenny, you yeah, assholes. Exactly. Bachelor parties are very uniform. Everyone's exactly the same amount of drunk. It's just five or to seven guys at the same level of inebriation. Matching. Could be, could be a little buzzed, could be blotto. Yeah. But those guys are of a mindset. You know, people yeah. talk about women syncing up, but you know, I think I think guys can do that as well as anybody. Like, well, yeah. we'll just do we'll just match beer for beer, and then uh, we'll all be equally stupid. Well, well, and also because you never know, they might have to kill someone. Right. <laughs> So that's why they sink up. It's that hunter instinct. I guess. I don't know. But I, yeah. If people... Uh, I don't enjoy bachelor parties. <laughs> no. Bachelorette parties. I have to point out, of course, that from the very first episode that uh, people can still find with Brian Miller as one of the guests, you, you talked about a... Uh, we won't go into the story now. People mm-hmm. can go back and listen. Bridget the Midget. Oh, right. At my bachelor party. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's just the tease. If people haven't heard it, they need to go back and listen to the Brian Miller, Pat Sussmilch episode. Very funny story. What, what, what did I say that the word should be midget? The, the, she, can't, she can't say midget anymore, oh. but she says in her name, which I find awkward because like mm-hmm. it's, it's, uh, uh, so you know, it's like, yeah. it's like you a, call her Ms. Midget. Lowercase. <laughs> I decided we should call, we should call oh, midgets Bridget, lowercase people. Lowercase people. They're lowercase people. I feel like that's much more uh, respectful. That me, then that I don't like us, little people either. That was my thing. I don't like that make us people. title case then? <laughs> um, we're bold. Oh. Bold. I prefer to I think of self as sans serif. So that means like people with people with you know osteoporosis or italic wingdings, baby wingdings, <laughs> all warped and funny looking. <laughs> How well do you two uh, know each other? Reasonably well, but you know we've worked together. We've had a relationship times. for three to four years, but it hasn't been public uh, because of the media scrutiny. Go ahead, yeah, let's talk. We're going to come out with it right now. Yeah, enough, enough yeah. with the photographers. Yeah. Oh. No, I've I've known Brian for well, basically like anybody, I've known him since he started because I've been here a million and a half fucking years, and yeah. uh, so long it's a professional liability. <laughs> uh, but but uh, uh, yeah, we I'm sure you were probably you know I saw you starting up hosting and uh, uh, and we worked together at least a couple of times uh, then. It's I was always really happy to see him. Uh, on the uh, you know on on the uh, on the card so mm-hmm. to speak because yep. Brian's a really good well Brian's a solid solid funny funny guy and it's a good it sets the table really nicely for me and uh, yeah so that's, yeah, I think I emceed for you one of my first times here uh, probably yeah. probably I usually they usually bring me in to break them in you know, <laughs> you know? it's your tough ways you're the Arlie Ermy of yeah the absolutely Acme. absolutely well, you know I'm a nurturing pussycat and you know it. Matt's new haircut uh, does add to that appearance of being. The, you got a Walter uh, White thing going. On. I got a Walter oh, White. Heisenberg. I, you Mr. Have Heisenberg. no idea. Every time I, every time I haven't shaved my face for a few days, there's always that moment. Oh come on, just leave the goatee just for a day, just to yeah. just to feel all tough and bad. Scare the hell out of your wife. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Not to mention my kids. You yeah. know, that was a that was a, a tricky transition too. I had I basically I waited until that day and said okay. Because I went and I got I went to my uh, my sister. For those mom. of you who can't hear, by the way, he has dreadlocks. That's what I we're have talking dreadlocks. About. Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, no, I, I shaved. Weave, I, think. I shaved my head and uh, and uh, uh, just you know it's obviously it's abject surrender to the passage of time. You sure. Just, you eventually, you got to do it. And uh, I also had a little alopecia in the back, a little a little bald spot, and it was creeping me out. So I was like, ah, screw it. We'll just. But I, uh, I had to set my kids up in advance and just say, okay, daddy's going to come back and he's going to have a shaved head, you know. And and, uh, and my girls are six and eight. 
uh, very emotional because they're you know girls, uh, and they uh, and so I came home and they and they had that look, and so I just immediately just went up to them and just said, "Okay, rub it, just rub my head, just yeah, feel yeah. that, just yeah. feel it." And they and so they eventually they you know they realized that oh this is kind of fun, daddy's daddy's like sandpaper. <laughs> <laughs> and now they have shaved heads. Now they have shaved. Well, yeah, they got into it. Back you know, to school they, haircuts. Absolutely, black Nikes. Uh, and uh, we're waiting for the comment. He sat them down and explained, "Daddy no longer likes people of other races and faiths, <laughs> so he's shaving his head." <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. You gotta prepare your kids yeah, for these things. Yeah. Right, I'm very funny. sorry. I'm very sorry. We can't get you that cake. They won't make it for and us. And Quanisha can't. <laughs> yeah. And Quanisha will not be coming to your birthday party. <laughs> right. Right. I'm gonna need a list of all your classmates and the seating arrangements. <laughs> right. yeah. <laughs> Talk to the teacher. Just go. Okay, I don't want to be. Uh, you don't you know, have any left-handed teachers, do you? Because I think those are still out too. <laughs> Actually, I think uh, you bald with a goatee would look a little less Walter White and a little more Doctor Venture. If you're a Venture oh, Brothers fan, perhaps you yeah. can you can pull up quite the Doctor Venture. I probably with the glasses, I would imagine. Yeah, right? you know, and then uh, doesn't isn't his uh, his goes down a little down. It's yeah, a little he's got the pointy thing. He's yeah, got the pointy I think you could pull thing. that off. There's your cosplay. I actually had your a, SD, SPCC. Yeah, I've always been costume. looking for it. I know. I've been looking for my cosplay for years. I feel like Sailor Moon wasn't suited to you, but I didn't Which, want to say anything until I had an, a positive option. I didn't want to come at you a negative without a positive. I actually sprained my cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm looking. No, at, I don't actually at all. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> I actually don't at all. I don't think there's anything with it. <laughs> I'm bad with the yes and. Yeah, I know. No I'm more bad. of a no but. You are no but. Well, I know. I've seen you. You get should get tighter jeans. <laughs> No, but no, but yeah, okay. <laughs> I got it. He laughed. He clearly got it. He's paid to laugh. He's a petty. That's, 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 that's all. Radio guy. Say something totally. This wet. is all rigged. <laughs> Don't let them see behind the curtain. Yeah, this why. I, this is why only I sit on this couch because I get a little jolt when I'm supposed to chuckle. <laughs> Josh is in there at yep. the controls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Matt, where are you from? Uh, I. Well, I grew up mainly in La Crosse, Wisconsin. So, uh, oh, we're gonna have to end this in here, uh, Brian. Oh, uh, you please. brought some stories, really, because right? it's so different in Minnesota. Yeah, it's just, yeah, boy, I tell you, it's just, it's like France and. Uh, India, the yeah. difference between Minnesota and uh, you can feel it when you go across the border. Uh, <laughs> no, it's a it's a border town anyway, and uh, yeah. and then came up here and I chose Minnesota. This is my adopted home. I came up here for college and I fell in love with Minneapolis, and uh, it's my home. If you tell people you're from a border town and then they find out you're from a cross, they're going to be confused. They're going to expect you know, like, yeah, like, like yeah, you're on the Juarez fringes of Tijuana. Like yeah, you're down there. <laughs> I'm pretty rough and tumble from a border town <laughs> across. Yeah, absolutely, Johnny Cash wrote a song about me once. <laughs> No one's swimming over the Mississippi, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> had to hold my shoes up over my head. Isn't lacrosse where you can see the donkey shows? Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. You can see the donkey shows. <laughs> that's what I thought. That, well, that's actually the name of a bar on 3rd Street, the donkey That's show. just, you know, what Wisconsin donkey shows where they just feed a donkey beer until it falls over. <laughs> right, right. That's it. He fell down! Best donkey show I've seen yet. I don't know why the Wisconsin guy had that accent, but he did. I, I'm not sure. That was a tourist who'd never been there before. Well, it is <laughs> very different yeah. there. That's why they speak differently. <laughs> What's uh, lacrosse? Do you ever go back there? Every once in a while, yeah, yeah. My folks are still there, and uh, it's a—I mean, it's a great—it's a great city. I, you know, I—it's a—I always thought that you know it would be a great place for me to retire, but I have you know roots, and my wife has family in the Twin Cities, so I'm 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 Minneapolis for life, baby. What was your high school mascot? I'm always curious about that. Oh, uh, we were the we were the Red Raiders. Red Raiders. Uh, so our mascot was an Indian, and I think they are now the Raiders. 
I'm guessing they dropped the red. They probably took the red. No, they dropped Raiders. It was too insensitive. They changed it. Reds. They changed it to Dirty Raiders. We're the Dirty Dirty Raiders. The the raping bucks. I think is what they changed it to. The raping bucks. Brian, what was yours? Still Wildcats. Where did you grow up? Uh, that would the a lot of different places, but that would be my high school mascot from uh, Marion, Illinois. That's right, you're from Illinois, near Carbondale, That's Illinois. Right. We're covering the Midwest here on this stage. Oh, absolutely, we got this. Oh, yeah, Illinois. That's you go to Wisconsin and mention Illinois. Oh, they hate Illinois people way more than Minnesotans. I think they like like to hate Minnesotans and they hate to hate Illinoisans. Fibs. Yeah. That's what they call yeah, it. Yeah, fibs. Yeah, fucking Illinois bastards. Yeah. Flatlanders. That's another mm-hmm. one. I I've think never heard that. Really, yeah, yeah. They, they, it's not, you know. You guys lacrosse, are different we didn't than me. Have it. <laughs> lacrosse, we didn't have it because we didn't, because Illinois was was not even a factor for us. We, it was Minnesota right. and a little bit of Iowa, you know. But. Or in Michigan, they hate people from Illinois and Michigan. They get real snippy about that oh, shit. Oh, do they? Michigan, yeah. Oh, Jesus. It's so meaningless. Uh, yeah, What's the thing in uh, lacrosse with the beer cans? Oh, the know? world's largest six pack. And it's old style? <laughs> No, uh, used to be, used to be, because because uh, uh, used to be G. Heileman Brewing Company in Lacrosse. You brew with water from when the earth when the earth, uh, when the earth was pure, world was pure. Uh, hey, but, what, Brian, I think you just wrote an Adele song. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> when the when the world was pure when and the, the races was, weren't mixed. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> That's what Fugate's going for with that haircut. Hell yeah! You heard well, it here first. Screaming please, racist, please. man. How <laughs> many how many Germans do you think there are in Wisconsin? <laughs> Come on. Uh, no, but yeah, it's the world's largest six pack, and it was just you know big, big tanks yeah. that held the beer that they, they painted, painted to look like. Man. Yeah, uh, and uh, that was where all the croisoning happened. Apparently, that was the thing that that old style was. They croisoned it. <laughs> that is a made up word, isn't it? Mean, I know. I'm sure it was. I think it is. I'm sure it was. It, it also sounds anyway. like it sounds like what's, a Jerry Lewis thing. Croisoning, croisoning, croisoning. What what do they have on it now? It's not old style. Now it's a city brewery, I think. There's they they've got a a small brewery in the Highlands uh, plant, and they've painted it to like city brewery. And you can I don't think you can get it here, but uh, but you can get it. You know, you go over to the you know behind enemy lines, you might be able to get it over in uh, River Falls or someplace like that. Round up the Red Raiders. We're yeah. going on a beer run. We're yeah. going to go steal some. <laughs> I did. The I did. Red Raiders. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Dear, in Illinois, this is a thing. Uh, this stunned me. I found out my my a friend of mine was from Northern Illinois, and the, his rival town uh, was like Pekin, Pekin, Illinois. I'm probably it was Pekin, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Pekin, Illinois is called Pekin. Because it is on the same longitudinal line, actually latitudinal line, as uh, uh, as Peking, China, right? Uh-huh. So because of this wonderful random connection, mm. their mascot until the year, I believe, 1983, they were the Pekin Chinks. The Pekin Chinks. I was just going to say Chinks like as a joke. I thought it when my buddy told me, Holy like he, he he showed me, he like brought in. I often school. do actually. That's the punchline to most of my acts. I forgot to mention. <laughs> he brought Jinx. no, Jinx. sorry. He yeah, brought in like, again. No, he's talking about ice cream. Where did Jinx come? <laughs> I in? couldn't. It was he brought in a high school newspaper to show me, and, and I mean their and their mascot was like it. I mean it was. I, I couldn't believe it. I was going to guess ducks, but it's uh, so odd. Pekin ducks! That would be perfect! That would be awesome, but no. You got to call. If you want to play a football game against us, you got to call us 24 hours in advance if you want the Pekin ducks. (laughs) 
<laughs> All their t-shirts are hanging in. But the so shop that makes window. that makes Red Raiders look <laughs> like the uh, look like the yellow yeah the 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 Rainbow Ribbon Coalition oh, or yeah, something. Absolutely. So it's not. It's, it could be worse. It could be from Pekin, Illinois. Pekin, Illinois. <laughs> How did they even get? Okay, so they they knew they were on the same latitudinal line. Someone told the, them that. No one in Pekin figured that out. It, I'll just throw but, that out there. Well, and it, it must not. It, was it like an exurb, like a like a new you know like a like a new town or something? It's got yeah. It's very strange. Why would you bring this up if you don't know every detail of Pekin, <laughs> Illinois? <laughs> Why must the, you tease me, Brian Miller? Once I scratched the surface of the high school mascot, I decided to stop digging so deep. Uh, and just, it's layers upon layers. Just take the interstate like, right around it's Pekin. Like the Denver Airport, man. It's just <laughs> creepy as hell when you're The Denver really Airport dig- is really weird. I got it's got all that. Well, and it's got weird. There's apparently some, and I'm, I'm, I'm bringing up something. I don't have a lot of it. But there's some weird New World Order mural about oh, it. Oh, I've heard. And I've the seen that on, There's online. bunkers down below. What? and. Yeah, there's there's lots of I've seen that mural. I've seen pictures of it. Yeah, it's bizarre. Yeah. Google Google Denver Airport. It'll probably it you will probably get to that before you actually get to the website for before the Denver the actual Airport. airport. <laughs> <laughs> people people will go to it and they they'll just click on the first link and go, "What? A new World Order? What am I signing my I just I just wanted to fly Frontier." <laughs> what? Denver. Weird. <laughs> yeah, there's some some something going on there. Did you do any comedy in lacrosse or when did that start? Oh, that started here. I came up. I came up here uh, for college in '86, uh, and uh, Minneapolis. I, if, uh, yeah, U U of M, Sky Uma, uh, and I. Uh, I auditioned for a show. It was called "Fixing Men: A Woman's Guide to Home Repair." Uh, Peter Tolan actually wrote it. Who? who oh wow! Uh, yeah, he was. And he, I auditioned for Peter Tolan. That's was, cool. Because he was with. He was like a big Dudley Riggs guy, and then he wound up writing on uh, Larry Sanders' show. Well, first Rose, Roseanne was he? He did Roseanne first. Am I wrong about that? I I I can never. But definitely, confirm. yeah, Larry yeah. Sanders. And I'll then, get the intern on. Uh, that. Yeah, Res- yeah. Exactly. Eventually, Rescue Me. He teamed up with Dennis uh, Leary yeah, and yeah. Rescue Me and the yeah. Job. So I auditioned. So I had to put together. Nice. You know more about this guy than I've <laughs> Brian, finish the story. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, they, you were supposed to do like a one-minute comedic monologue. Uh-huh. And and at the time, I thought I was going to be a theater major. I thought I was going to be an actor. And uh, and I thought, I didn't realize there were books of those that you could just get oh, and memorize and just present at an audition. I thought you had to write the monologue. Okay. So I, I wrote a I wrote a monologue and the guy said, did, did you write that? Like, yeah, I did. You know, and then six months later or something, I, I saw uh, something about open mics at a place called That Comedy Place, which was in the space that used to be the first, I think, the first comedy gallery. Uh, it, it doesn't exist. It was like 11th and LaSalle. And that there's parking lot there or parking ramp there now or something or maybe St. Thomas. They still do an open mic in that parking ramp uh, every yeah. Thursday. <laughs> they do. No, there's a they guy do. there right it's, now. Yeah, well, there's right. always an attendant it's, on duty, so you yeah, got an audience yeah, member. Yeah. Well, you he's know? a comic. You know, you what are you going to do? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's taping everything. Yeah, he wants it, for, you know. Well, you know, it's a late night thing. Rape jokes galore. Uh, <laughs> He'll sit parking through. Ramp, parking garage is a perfect place. He will sit through your whole show for $5 on the weekends. So anyway, I, I, I started then, and then I was basically hooked from there, and uh, and then spent ten years on the periphery of the uh, of the scene, and then like in '98 I came here to Acme. So Matt, how often do you work uh, on the stage these days? Oh, uh, it's 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 backed off a little bit uh, in pa- in the past year or so. Uh, I'm usually here at Acme, you know. 
few times a year uh and i get out on the road with jimmy every once in a while every once in a while there'd be something local and there's you know local things uh other kind of you know uh i won't say lower tier clubs but you know they're not acme they're sure. not the, this is the gold standard of anything uh and uh and then corporates i've kind of transitioned into corporates you it's like a, doing that another, well, suppose a, you have to say yes it's another form of surrender because uh, <laughs> <laughs> i'm not because i'm because i have a family uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm, I'm not able or willing to uh, to live off nuts and berries. I have to provide, uh, and I'm not willing to give up the time with with my with my family. It's yeah. just not a thing I can do. Having a family will fuck a career in show business, but I'm, it will buy at dinner first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually starting a second podcast, not affiliated with Acme. It's called Fucking Kids. So, you're going to get a lot of hits on that, but it yeah. might be the wrong audience. Yeah, yeah, oh, lots of, yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. There's like people, you know, <laughs> googling Joe Paterno, and your podcast comes up. I can't believe I just. <laughs> you better make sure it's I an apostrophe. <laughs> That's what it was in my head. Yeah, That's yeah, what it, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was, yeah. yeah. Full apostrophe at the end. What you said you went to school for um I I didn't. I thought I was going to be a theater major. Oh, you I, never did. I, I wound up getting. Uh, I just wound up getting kind of a generic liberal arts degree, uh, English language literature. And uh, it was basically just to get through college, and then and then then I got a job, and I started doing comedy, and then you know, and so if you've got enough, you know, if you ha- if you have a col- a college degree, a general liberal arts college degree, and actually this was because when I was in high school, uh, all of the guidance counselors were saying, well, that's what employers are looking for; they're looking for a general liberal arts education. They want people that can think, just generally. You know, and then the wow. minute I got out of college, all of a sudden it was like, well, no, actually, you need to have some sort of a specialty and all that, because because you know the, the baby boomers were able to you know get a you know you you would meet like a vice president at your at at a, at a company, you know, if they're a baby boomer, their major was an underwater basket weaving. It didn't matter, you yeah. know, they just came in and if they were good enough, they're like, well, all right, here, you know, congratulations, here's your diploma and. Here's your job. Yeah, not so much anymore. Here's what I can never hear. Underwater basket weaving. Is it baskets that you use underwater, or are the baskets themselves woven underwater and then brought topside? Well, they're both. You have to do them underwater so that you can continue. That's how you test them. Why would you? And, and, uh, and if you don't weave them underwater, for one thing, how can you justify having to go to four years of college to learn how to do it? That's true. And for another, you got to test it that way. And they're made out of seaweed. <laughs> no. I've never heard of someone with a uh, basket that's taken basket weaving, underwater basket weaving that's got through college in four years. Well, <laughs> it usually takes much longer. Yeah, exactly. Well, I forgot there is a post baccalaureate section of that. It's like having to be a teacher. All those so. prerequisites. It's <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> so the acting thing is that it? Something you ever wanted to? Oh, I high did, school. Did you do the play at school? Oh, yeah, or? a couple of things. I did. Uh, I did uh, anything goes. That was Moonface Martin and anything goes. And uh, so like a comic relief character in there. And uh, and like a, like a couple of one acts, and I was in an, I was actually in an improv slash sketch comedy group in high school called Sneakers. See, I knew we'd uh, get to something here, and it was all local. It was like a lot of local jokes and stuff like that. And uh, uh, I actually didn't get along real well with the rest of the troupe. I mean, some of them I did, but other ones were the kind of the artier, uh, you know, alt alt 
you know, alternative kids, but the, that wasn't what it was called then. Uh, sure. It was just called fag uh, <laughs> then. Uh, not by me. Your haircut's showing. Your yeah, haircut's showing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, it wasn't called that. We're still me. going to get tattoos after this, right, guys? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Matching <laughs> tattoos. The chinks. That's what I'm getting on mine. Just those big prison peaking, 88s. The peaking chinks. Uh, so yeah, no, that was, and that was kind of the, where the, where the, that was the first kind of bite for it, I would imagine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you know, I've seen you on stage and, um, it actually goes in with what, oh, it goes along with what you're joking about. Now, the, uh, yeah, yeah, wallpaper now. Wallpaper now. Wallpaper now. Yeah. Yes. You're Helmut Schwinkter Titan. Yes. He's the owner yes. and manager of wallpaper now. It is, yeah. it is uh, quite a coincidence that you have that character. I know. Well, in the shaved head, actually, I had to make uh, huh? some adjustments right? because after I do, because it's, for the listener, I do this, it's, it, on paper, it, and I say this, it on paper, it is the dumbest joke in my act. Absolutely, it's just about a store I saw called Wallpaper. Now and then, I just and and I I, I was I was driving with another comic. I was baked out of my gourd, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and I saw that, and I just started doing this character. I, wallpaper now, you will wallpaper now. Guten Tag, it is I, Helmut Schwinkter Titan, the owner and manager of Wallpaper now. And then, you know, oh, but you say to me, Helmut, what if I want to sponge paint? I and love that. You know, all that stuff. But then afterwards, you know, I, I, I usually say something, you know, like, I do that because I love doing the Nazi voice. Yeah. And after I shaved my head, I did that <laughs> in Utah, in Salt Lake City. Uh-huh. And, and, and I could sense there was a little tension in the audience where all of a sudden, and these are people, by the way, that have seen me. For 15, 20 minutes, if you see my act at all, there is no way you would ever possibly think that I was that kind of a No, person. it doesn't, yeah. It's, you know? It's different than a lot of, but, most of the stuff you're doing. But there was still a weird tension where people are going, is he endorsing Nazism? <laughs> <laughs> is that why he's, a, he's actually a skinhead? Is that, <laughs> and so I, I kind of had to change the wording a little bit to, to make it clear that really? no, I'm, yeah, no, I've shaved my head because I'm going bald and I have a weird bald spot in the back of my head that I decided I needed to shake things up and just shave my head. Right. There is no, uh, you know, ideology involved <laughs> in shaving my head. Well, that doesn't explain the swastika lapel pin I'm looking at. No, uh-uh. They're just pretty. <laughs> It's because it's useful. <laughs> right. It's actually a throwing star. I, would, I like the idea that someone who doesn't get irony listens to this. I know. Like, I know. Man, this be, guy's really awful. Hard as I know. I know. I've never, I've never, like, I've never actually just openly repeated all the, you know, just racial slurs. Is this what the, I was going to say? Like, you, you, if uh, somebody wanted to really mess with you, they could edit this just right. Oh, you, very selectively. You know, yeah. Take out the, you saying, I hate when people say. Well, just I hope like, this doesn't get into the hands of somebody with editing equipment. <laughs> <laughs> and if people who haven't seen it it is that i mean your whole show is funny but i i just love that part that joke especially and you you pull out the straw yeah to look like, a cigarette, like a cigarette in a holder just, i miss i miss the days when you could smoke indoors because that joke is actually even even funnier with an actual lit cigarette because it's you know the the plumes of 
smoke and stuff. But yeah, and it's out there. You, you can see it at my website, mattfugate.com. I don't know if I'll be doing it this week. I may be retiring it from the Acme stage. <gasps> it's a little long in the tooth. Yeah. I've been doing it for a while. Okay. Well, I have seen it here. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we'll so we'll see. I don't know. Somebody actually actually somebody requested that I do it last night. See? Somebody contacted me on Can Facebook. we like put it right on the back of a jersey it's and raise a, it over the rafters oh and my God, we'll retire? Like, yes. That would be awesome. <laughs> retired bits. <laughs> Jerseys with retired bits. <laughs> Holy shit. But you can awesome. never do it again. That's the thing, though. Once it's yeah, up you there, it's to, like, you, that's it. You no are come. obligated to not do it again. <laughs> oh, that would be beautiful. Especially if you could retire other people's jokes that you're sick of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no shit. Yeah, well, and I, for the staff, I'm sure wallpaper now would oh, be right uh, up there. I would, How many times have those people... You got one, Brian? Oh, no, I would just. I would be low, I would be terrified if they started doing that. I'd feel like I'd show up and half my act would be dangling <laughs> from the rafters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a sign of respect, sure. You, you, need a, you need to have a few years in. You know, I, I've, I've probably been around long enough enough that I well, I don't know that I would take it as a sign of respect. I'm just sensitive enough that I probably would be like, wait a minute. So that you know, so when you do that, uh, you're kind of, you know, you go into a character. So yeah. that's probably the extent of acting in yeah, your life now. Pretty much, I've done like uh, one or two things. I did this I did this commercial for. Uh, uh, it's whoever's doing. Oh, Maury's Mazda. I was doing. I did a commercial. Uh, where they're whistling. The, and if you ever watched a Twins game a couple of years ago, you saw it. Uh, and it was for like a local cable access production company. And I thought, oh, geez, I'm just going to be, you know, uh, nobody will ever see this thing. It's a close-up of my face and I'm whistling, don't worry, be happy for the whole thing. <laughs> and the thing that was the most depressing about it is I got so many people like at my drugstore, like on the street. Hey, are you the? Are you in that Maury's Mazda commercial? Ten times as many people as ever said, "Hey, I saw you at Acme." Hey, and you're really you, funny. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you're really funny. It's like, no, yeah, you're the really awkwardly whistling guy in this commercial that get, got played in every damn Twins game. No, did people ever whistle that shit at you? No, I don't think that I would never, have been I, the I absolute never, nadir of life. I, yeah, you I getting, never got that. Especially, don't worry, be happy. If someone whistled that, oh, my oh, God. Jesus, yeah, it was it was brutal. But but yeah, no. As far as like real acting, it, I've done, I've dabbled uh, tiny little bits, but not much. So what's going on the rest of the year? You got some big uh, big plans, Matt? I'm uh, my uh, my family and I are driving to the Black Hills. That's gonna be fun. Hey, that's something. <laughs> a little family vacay. I've Why never not? done that. Oh really? No, never. Oh dude, it's awesome. It's Wisconsin Dells with cowboy hats. I've been to Wisconsin Dells, Brian. The Black Hills is maybe the most beautiful place in the country. Yeah, like it's it's unbelievably gorgeous. To it's, just drive around and just look at stuff. It's drop like, dead awesome. It's yeah. worth working weird faraway gigs out there mm-hmm. because once you get out there, it, it is just nice to look around. Rushmore's cool. Yeah, Rushmore's really awesome. Rushmore. I actually got to. Uh, uh, Hike up onto Crazy Horse, onto the mon- monument in the making. Uh, the uh, the the big monument's been working on it for like fifty years now, and they've got they're the scheduled to finish done. it in twenty three fourteen. By the way, <laughs> oh really? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, Jesus! I actually had a joke in my act where I would say, uh, you know, eventually they're going to have to sell out, and they're going to have to put a big billboard because he's pointing to the east. You know, it says my land, my lands are where my dead are buried. Yeah. Uh, they're going to have to sell out and put a big sign on there saying wall drug 100 miles. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I actually got to hike up on the last time I was out there. They do a Volksmarch, uh, which where people can, it's like a, I don't know, a three mile hike or something. You get to actually stand on the arm of the thing. Yeah, it was really cool. So I got, I've been like up close to the face of, uh, face of crazy horse, man. That's crazy. Yeah. Horse. You walk the uh, yeah. <laughs> you walk the arm. Yeah, 
Yeah, you get the, there's a trail and and you can actually because I mean they have to get up there to uh, uh, to you know to to work on it anyway. And it was at the time anyway. I mean, who knows? Eventually, you won't be able to do it, but they do it every year. Like it was like first weekend in June or something. It was really crazy. Cool. Brian, how about you? We got big plans. Coming well, I'm up actually here? doing a show out near the Crazy Horse. It's a Native American Gong show called Trail of Jeers. <laughs> oh wow! You can't be happy with that, can you? I'm. Uh... I'm sorry. That's a, you know what I just realized. That's a real Pardo phrase I just took there. Sorry. Jimmy, what did you say? If you've made it this far into the podcast, I said you can't be happy with that, can you? <laughs> and I, I just realized that's that's Pardo rubbing off on me. That's okay. Yeah. That's no. There's no uh, <laughs> trail of jeers. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the whole time I'm yammering on about Here's the Volkswagen. I'm, I'm, you know, Brian. I'm surprised you didn't whip out his damn notebook for that one. Just, I know. It's just like trail of fears. Trail of. <laughs> That was always going on up here. Uh, it's all... I'm glad I asked. I think. Uh, yeah, hopefully <laughs> if I'll Brian be, is. Yeah, I'll probably I'll be back here uh, pretty soon. I don't have another week on the books yet, but should be There's sooner rather than later. On there. Well, it's the summer. What the hell? Are you guys excited for the Olympics? No. God. Fuck the Olympics. What? I hate that shit. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> would you... if? If show any, me on the doll where the Olympics touched you, my if, God! Would you, is there any? <laughs> is wow! There, I know. Who says fuck the Olympics? This guy, because other than <laughs> other than the goddamn basketball, is there any one of those sports that you would watch on a Sunday afternoon if it wasn't the Olympics? Absolutely. And I'm going to watch a bunch of assholes swim around a pool, and one <laughs> oh. person's a half an inch closer, and it takes for it. So every every sport in the Olympics is the most boring sport to watch. That's the reason that none of them are televised except for the olympics when we all uh we oh, all pretend to give a shit you know here's the thing the olympics are the arctic orange shake of sports uh-huh you wouldn't want it all the time no right? but every that, four years do some anything summer, that sucks so bad you can only tolerate so it every cool. four years is yeah, not worth doing it all well here's the great thing about the olympics too is olympic sports it's actually every two years because there's you know the alternate right, you know, right, winter right. and summer uh but when you watch those Olympic sports, it takes you 10 minutes to suddenly become an expert in that sport mm-hmm. and That's have fun. an opinion. That, you're right. Right? You know, yeah. all of a sudden, I know everything about discus. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. It's like, oh, boy, he released uh, a little early on that one. You're looking at the other person on the couch. I'm actually kind of looking forward. I, I rarely watch the track and field. Uh, every once in a while, I'll kind of dip in, but then it'll always, it'll always be something that I didn't want to see you know or some it'll be something that's just one degree removed from exactly it's always something see. you don't want to see yeah. my point entirely yeah. but i know there's something i do want to see soccer i want to i want to watch soccer i've been get, I've okay there's the, the soccer is real i've been digging yeah. soccer man it's no, the really so- soccer and basketball are legit everything else is boring you, lo- you lost me at soccer oh really soccer's yeah. fun man. it's really exciting to watch yeah oh uh, they don't score enough i know but it's really it's I mean, it's it's as exciting to watch as probably I don't know hockey maybe because it's the same basic kind of notion that there's a lot of back and forth. No, and back that's and true, forth. and I love hockey, and so. it's almost hypnotic too. And and the only problem with soccer is that they can't get close enough because it moves so fast. If you could see what those guys are doing with that ball, it's insane. The, and just, since there's like one commercial break throughout a game, it's hard to get a replay yeah. in there too. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Because there's always and there's yeah, that, that's the other amazing thing. You're watching like Fox Soccer Channel, and and there's they never go away for commercial. Mm-mm. They never do it's until talk, 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 talk. Oh, Brian, what about beach volleyball? Come on, man. 
<laughs> Those girls are old. It's, you don't want to watch too. people who are actually good at volleyball. You want to watch hot people who are terrible at volleyball, play beach volleyball. <laughs> yeah. That's what that's exactly. for. Exactly. Yeah, they're they're a little too toned. If you're good at it, you've been focusing on the wrong part. You're supposed to stand around <laughs> right. and look pretty. Guy or girl, either way, whatever right. your flavor. <laughs> All right, I'm not going to watch. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and watch. Have a blast. Watch football games on ESPN Classic like a goddamn American. Hey, I found my spot in Playboy here. Awesome. So we'll do a couple of these, and uh, and we have to wrap things up here. Uh, this is an interview with Matt Leinert. We'll start with Matt. We'll do. I'm going to ask both of you guys questions. Uh, Playboy asked him, "You were cross-eyed and overweight as a kid. How did you end up in the as an NFL quarterback with the Arizona Cardinals? How'd you do it, Matt?" Well, it was a long road, of course, because you uh, you have to fix the cross-eyed piece. And what my father did. He would get two copies of the same Playboy. And he would start them close together. And he would make me stare at them for eight hours a day. And then the next day, he would move it slightly apart. Yeah. And a little further apart, a little bit further apart, a little bit further apart. Next thing you know, vision, perfectly fine. Obsessed with pussy. <laughs> So I had to get in shape yes. to get all that pussy, right? Uh-huh. Perfect. And then I had to get on the football team. Yeah. Then I got hit in the head during a, uh, during a sack. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking cross-eyed again. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, uh, the tabloids link you to famous women like Paris Hilton and Britney Spears. They will do that. What's true? Is there any of that stuff true? Um, I'd say about 80% of it is true. Um, that you've been caught going through their garbage? Well, I mean, that's the surest sign of love. I don't know how you show <laughs> love. That, to me, that's like flowers times 20. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, you know, the tabloids, the, the, they'll talk, and I'll just keep having sex with lots of famous people, and uh, I think it'll work out for both of us. I think so. Everybody wins. I think so. Matt, is it hard to enjoy being young and successful with the paparazzi watching? It's hard to enjoy it when they're not. <laughs> <laughs> What's well, even the point, right? Uh, yeah. If a tree falls when in the, the woods and nobody photographs it, yeah, does it even I, count? <laughs> do I, I didn't exist until the paparazzi. I don't think I appeared magically like an elf. A cross-eyed, poon-hungry elf. <laughs> uh brian yes what's the worst hangover you've ever had oh well, uh, <laughs> yeah um i think throwing a patron into a wicker trash can in sheridan wyoming after a show um where i did shots with, i uh, i was trying to get the bar tab lowered for me and uh it was a uh, chris and pat uh chris maddock and pat bauer mm-hmm. and uh they were like well go talk, hang out with that guy and get our get, a, get your drink tab lowered and uh, so the only way that seemed to work out was, let's do some shots. And then, like, the more we drink, he'd say, oh, you, I don't need to charge you boys that much. And so I sort of, I, 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 uh, it was like a, a Buddhist thing, you know? I, like, went the opposite direction to achieve my goal, you, you know? Like, I drank more, and I turned into a skit, right? I, I drank yeah. more, and we got charged less. And the guy, the best part of it, the guy was like, hey, you want to see something? And he pulls his shirt up, and he's missing, like, a huge chunk from his right side. Like, yeah. just a big piece of him missing. And uh, I was like, wow, what, what happened there? And he goes, well... Me and my best friend tried to build a civil war cannon, but we didn't do any research. We got the we didn't get steel that was properly tempered. So when we set it off, instead of firing a cannonball, it just exploded. 
and I lost all these pieces of me and everything. And I said, what happened to your best friend? And he goes, oh, he died. We were on television. Did you see it? <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. <laughs> he was, that was like his claim to fame. Like, you could tell he's picked up a girl in a bar or tried to. But like, man, you ever watch the news? <laughs> I'm going to have myself a girl on the side. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, but Trail of Jeers, that wasn't funny. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, guys, thank you. It's thank been fun. you. Yeah. Glad. Matt, uh, where can people see you online? Uh, MattFugate.com. M-A-T-T-F-U-G-A-T-E.com. And you're on Twitter. Yep. Yeah, Matt, at MattFugate. Uh, and uh, Facebook. And there's a, it's a, uh, Facebook.com slash Comedy. Perfect. Yeah. Brian? Yeah. Uh, on Twitter, at BMillerComedy. Uh, on Facebook, like normal. And uh, by BrianMillerComedy.com with a Y. That's the website. New website under construction. Nice. Update coming soon. There's a, uh, depending on when this thing gets posted, Acme's up website. Oh, right. Acme's oh, website yeah. should be up really Updated. soon. Updated. So maybe you just saw it after, before you downloaded this, or maybe you should go back and check right now. Brand yeah. spanking new uh, Acme updated website. That's going to be cool. Any oh, yeah, second definitely. now. We're not sure when. Beautiful. So keep an eye out for that. Fellas, it's been fun. It's Thank a blast. You. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having us.